1: Hello. Good morning. You're listening to the Donna and Steve extravaganza starting now. Oh
2: my gosh. Oh my gosh. And what he... a week. What a week you've joined us on.
1: Happy anniversary.
2: Oh yeah. Yesterday. Yesterday was technically the five year anniversary of the Donna and Steve experience. This is amazing. And uh, it was January 8th of what does that make it? 2018. Ryan Perpich used to work here since canned for cause. He's now in the newsroom. Uh, and then we had Grant. Uh, did we have? Oh yeah. Then we had. Oh, then we had Don for a long time as our producer. Then we had Grant. Then we had Rocco. Now we have Horo Holly Roberts and um, uh-huh. DJ oh, Mike no. the Mensch. We've had so many. We can't keep a producer for the life of us uh-uh. because frankly, it hasn't been budgeted for our show yet. But We've been on the air for five years now, Donna. It was five years ago that my TV bosses agreed and said, hey, you can go do that show more than just fill in um, and and you can do it. And that's
1: about the time Elizabeth Ree stopped talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, listen, what do you know? (laughs) You could keep them if you want.
2: Yeah. At the end, I felt like I was a kid in a custody battle and neither of the parents were keen on the kid. Correct. Like, yeah, you no, can have to no. finish today, but no. yeah, it's uh, never
1: had so much fun. Whatever. Fine.
2: Today, uh, yeah, this this week is just a you'll and you'll notice things probably around the Twin Cities, etc. Billboards, people have been going nuts oh, with yeah. the anticipation uh, for this five year. What's the should what did we say exchange? the five year thing is wood is paper. The, is it, no, paper's it, oh, still
1: one year? Oh, it's wood. wood. It's wood. It's wood. Yeah. Okay. okay, so um, I'm so excited to see what you got me. Oh,
2: yeah. It's, you're going to love it. It's a tree. What if I got you a sapling?
1: I got you this piece of paper, which was originally wood. Wood.
2: I tell you what, <laughs> isn't that something? Thoughtful. Um, We are actually, we've joked about this. You know, the funny thing is, we have talked about our five-year um anniversary mockingly for like the last two years, just as a joke. But we think we may have actually applied pressure to the point where now bosses feel bad for us. We are the least established show until just recently. Oh, yeah, we Kalina... are
1: like low man on the, you know, hierarchy.
2: And you really shouldn't be recognized until you reach double digits, you know, 10 years. Oh,
1: absolutely. But
2: we feel like we we mockingly brought it up enough that they felt some level of emotional Compulsion to do something Correct. for us
1: now. Oh, love the pity vote. Yeah, love it. Yeah. We'll take it. take it. however you can get it. Every baby. vote counts. So
2: on Friday, uh, we will somehow denote the the celebration as long as Rocco does something. We're, we're counting
1: on him to make this happen i gotta tell you guys yep. uh five years here and um apparently you know the little sound effects i'm talking to the audience for a moment okay. the sound effects and the show quote unquote opens and the 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 segment opens yeah 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 they no longer exist for our show
2: oh fun yeah so what they don't
1: exist what do you mean i can't find mean? them what do you mean so we're like, gonna
2: fix this she's All right, Hollywood looking at that says like DS, like yes. the Don and Steve. And she can't find our see something, say something open. Our the, give me the
1: B. The I, exciting thing is I've got all of KS95 stuff. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. Can we play uh, hold, one of you know, those? I'm going to come into the other room and I'm going to solve your problems. Oh, Keep talking. Yeah, okay. yeah, you come over
2: here. Let me let me uh, set the scene with what happened. You have
1: something? Uh, nope. I was just going to say there is audio that Holly needs to play for what you're about to talk about.
2: But, you know, we'll, we'll play this it's after fine. the fact. We can hear it oh live. God. Oh, Oh, okay. Rose here. Hall you All really done. think you're going to be able to just, like, on the fly engineer this? Because Don and I are ready oh, to... I didn't
1: see that. Oh, thanks, Hal.
2: There. Okay, so the solution... Maybe she'll stick around. Exactly. Be... Four seconds total. From her opening the door, <laughs> walking to the computer, <laughs> clicking a button, and leaving. Four seconds in its entirety.
1: This is um, fabulous.
2: Okay, so listen to this. Yesterday, okay, it was such a moment... In football. What do we always say about sports? It is unscripted drama. It's the best unscripted drama on television because nobody knows what's going to happen next. So we take you back, of course, before we let you hear some sound, we take you back to last Monday, Monday Night Football. Such a scary scene that oh, happened in front of a live television audience between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals when DeMar Hamlin, uh, Buffalo Bills defensive player, uh, made a tackle, as you all know by now. Stood up and immediately collapsed, having suffered cardiac arrest. CPR administered on the field. Frankly, and and I believe I heard that one of the one of the ESPN anchors who was hosting the show on Tuesday, the day after, the morning after, said that whole day throughout the show he just kept waiting for breaking news, fearing that breaking news was going to come through that said Demar Hamlin had passed away. Oh, They're just bracing for that. Fortunately, it never happened, and instead, as the week went on, we started to hear that not only had he survived, but that he was neurologically intact and showing remarkable progress on all of this kind of stuff. Sends out a picture. He tweets out a picture on Sunday morning before the Buffalo Bills game, and it's our first time seeing DeMar Hamlin. He's there with family in in his hospital bed, and he's sitting upright, and it's just an amazing span of events in six days. So all of that captured the attention Of America, and you could argue to some parts, parts of the world were captured by this story as well. Then we get to yesterday, and it's one of those moments where if it was in a sports movie you would cash out on the movie at that point cuz you would say you know what this is I know just how too this Di- ends. no it's almost it's too disneyfied this is too fake i game oh. even go okay this is why these movies are so cheesy well in real life this is what happened after the very first opening kickoff the buffalo bills are set to receive and then i have something about the number significance after taking a oh, listen okay.
0: Fielding at the four by Hines coming straight up the middle to the 20 cuts it back at the 25 he's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40 30 20 15 yeah. 10 5 Touchdown! Naheem
1: Hines 96 yards Buckled Oh my god he's in the, board the crowd With the first play from scrimmage
0: what a tribute to DeMar. This kickoff return unit set the tone for what today is going to be, and that's a celebration of number 3, DeMar Hamlin.
2: You hear him say there it's a celebration of number Mm 3. After the game, Buffalo Bills quarterback, Josh Allen, they went on to win the game, by the way, knocking their rivals, the New England Patriots, out of the playoffs. Um, So there was some added significance there. They do this in front of a home crowd in Buffalo. The game last week had been played in Cincinnati. Uh... So they mentioned number three, Demar Hamlin. Josh Allen, their quarterback, is talking in the post game interview, and he said that was the greatest, essentially the greatest sports moment I've ever experienced in my life. That was just considering where we were and where we are now. And he said I was walking up and down the sidelines, saying to people like God's real. How do you how do you how do you script that into Mm -hmm. into the game? You know, everybody's talking about you know how many people were praying for the Bills organization last week, and then he went on to add this. Uh, and he started to get choked up when he mentioned this. But he said, somebody just told me before I came up here, and this is true, that the last time that the Buffalo Bills had returned a kickoff for a touchdown uh, was three years and three months ago.
1: Shut up.
2: And ah, then they return cool. it in honor of number three, wow, Damar Hamlin. That's neat. So, yeah, it was, it was a really cool that's thing. That's cool. Sports is just so I just love the unscripted part of it. Well, it's the this best drama on television. season
1: of football seems it's like crazy. it's had a lot of crazy stuff happening.
2: Tonight's the national championship in college football, so that'll be the the thing that uh, more people than anything else are watching tonight. Your
1: boy, John Williams, I believe, did a new, um, I don't oh, know, a open or. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A new oh, theme. that'll play tonight. Oh, a new okay. theme, so you can tune in for that.
2: And by the way, we had a moment where we went to the Steelers bar last night, McGovern's in oh, West did? St. Paul. Listen, we go there all oh, the you're time. you're a party or no? We had a group of 16 that went there and it was a packed house and we were hoping, you know, I'm first and foremost a Steelers fan. Go Vikings in the playoffs. Well,
1: your Steelers were kind of jerks.
2: So I missed this moment, but you can tell me about this in a second, but we were there and there again, we we had three things that needed to happen. The Steelers needed to win, the Jets needed to win, and the Bills needed to win. The Steelers won. The Bills won. They beat the Patriots. We needed the Jets to win. They lost on a last second field goal. But there again, I was telling my kids on the way home, this is it. This is the joy of sports is you will be on the highest of highs or the lowest of lows, but you will experience something every time you're involved.
1: You're totally our athletic supporter. I like it. Uh, I'll tell you why the Steelers were jerks uh, in their last game when we come back okay. on My Talk 1071. do Don't go away. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 and Everything entertainment. Holly Roberts is with us as well. We're going to be joined by Matt Belanger in just a little while. He'll have the big three. Tell you what you need to know for this week. Also, I've got to get to this story. Okay. This is, I just can't even believe this is a real story. Okay. Okay. Less than a week after Damar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest and needed to be resuscitated on the field... Your Pittsburgh Steelers...
2: Get your finger out of my face.
1: They thought it would be a good idea to mime CPR while celebrating a sack.
2: Okay, tell me more about this. First of all, I feel like we're already... I'm gonna have to uh, now listen. All uh, Damar is chief in this story, right? But they makes it sound like as an organization,
1: Mm -hmm. they went to
2: midfield and did something. Ma'am, could you please be more specific?
1: Yes, I can. Thank you. So during their win over the Cleveland Browns, sack Cleveland. The Steelers linebacker Alex Highsmith sacked Deshaun Watson, and while Highsmith was still lying on his back, a teammate came over and did chest compressions on him before helping uh, him to his feet.
2: Did he did either of them talk about this after the game where they I don't know
1: this? but the internet is really mad. Um I would suspend them for that. Me being their coach and all. Thank you.
2: Well, they are suspended for the off season. Are since, they really? Well, no, I, that's a joke. They didn't oh. make the playoffs. <laughs> oh, I get so it. Can say if, yeah, yeah because um, the Jets
1: didn't win. Sorry.
2: Yeah, that's in that's in poor That's in very poor taste. Mm -hmm,
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that was dumb.
1: That's... And not even hashtag too soon. Just don't do that. Don't do that. This was a a life-threatening situation. Who was the guy who
2: was doing the chest compressions? We
1: don't know. It just just says a teammate came over. Yeah, because because Highsmith,
2: he's just laying on the ground. I don't know that I would be blaming him.
1: Well, it says... The person
2: who came over and did chest compressions, I would blame if I was assigning blame based on the video, you've presented me as evidence.
1: Okay. What do you want me to do? Sorry. I just really wanted to get that out
2: there. Uh, you know, what's funny about that too, or and not funny, but strange about that is Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, knows Demar Hamlin, has known him since he was like 12. So he was one of the coaches that spoke earlier in the week and said, you know, I have a personal connection to Demar. And then Demar Hamlin played for the University of Pittsburgh who shares the same field, Akersher Stadium, formerly Heinz Field, as the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it, that's bizarre that that would happen. It looks like a boneheaded, like, mindless thing that one player came up and did. And then if if he did it with that intent, probably immediately was like, oh, my God, what did I just do?
1: Yeah, you're representing the whole organization. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, I'm done. Bye.
2: Listen, my brother-in-law, actually, he's a little closer than that. He's my brother, actually. He's my blood brother. Scooty. You know Scooty, Donna. I sure do. Scooty's done like a segment on the show before. Came out at the fair one time, did yeah, something.
1: It's great. Scooty. And it's interesting that you forgot he was your brother. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> hey, guys, Ancestry.com
2: is paying for this segment. Unbelievable. <laughs> Scooty was out here in the summer, and... His wife, April, started talking about Lou, my wife and I, and my brother and his wife. We're all sitting up talking. She started talking about how much Scooty loves skiing and how excited he gets about skiing. And I was like, man, I really like skiing, but I haven't been out on the slopes, as and they say, in years.
1: How how many years? 10? 15? That
2: feels re- <laughs> Let's split the difference there and say 12-ish. I don't know. How old am I? 39? Probably since I was in my late time. I don't know. I don't know. But... Last time I did it, I wasn't biting it the whole time. I I had basic skills. Put me on a green circle or a blue square away from the Black Diamonds at all costs. But, you know, I could kind of manage. But I love the ski lift. I love the quietness. You do? The quietness of the mountain, too, as it's blanketed in snow. So it's kind of like you're in like a recording studio, right? Where there's just everything sound dampening. There's just something really peaceful about it. So I mentioned this to Scooty, and instantly he was like,
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We need to go skiing. Let's do it. Life is short. Let's ski. We'll go on a trip this winter. And I was like, all right, man. A couple of days later, he comes over, starts talking to other family members and then gives a pitch like, hey, don't talk about it. Be about it. Let's do it. And I was like, all right, but I don't know when. I don't know. And he's like, this winter. We kick the can down the road. He calls me like a week ago, sends a message and said, we need to do this. We need to go skiing. And that's it. It's just a voice message that he sends through as a text. But you know those ones you can play? That's all it says. Then he sends another message a few days later. I was like, hey, I'm thinking about it, but I don't know, man. And then he sends another message Here are the dates. I'm going. April's going. My cousin is going. um, His wife, who's dear friends with my wife, is going. This whole thing. And he was just like calling my bluff of, you say you like to travel. You say life is short. You need to make the memories now. You're not getting any younger. This is when we'll be there. Meet us there. Say you'll do it. Where are you going?
1: Tahoe? Aspen?
2: I don't even know where. I think Colorado, Colorado, but it could be Vermont. I'm not sure.
1: Ooh. That'd be cool. You're going to the, the parking lot out back because we got a big <laughs> snow mound. He
2: said, let's meet at the Target in Chaska. Yeah. Whose mound of snow in their parking lot is a black diamond. Yeah. It's ama- it's amazing. But listen, I'm going skiing. It's going to be, when is it? In February? I'm going now in February. Are
1: you going to ski or are you going to snowboard? So Ooh. here's what I'm looking at.
2: I've talked about these before on the show. On Shark Tank, there were these skis Called ODR skis. And they are essentially boots with just little skis that are a part of the shoe. You know the ski boot that you wear and you click into the big long skis? Yes. These are all together. The boot is the ski. And they say there haven't been, at least when they pitched on Shark Tank. There had not been any recorded catastrophic leg injuries of anyone wearing them. Whereas you can break a leg, you can tear an ACL if you get the flipping on some skis. And I thought I should buy some of those. And I bet I'd be so much more likely to ski if I was just carrying a pair of boots. And that was it. Here's the only problem. You have to be able to do kind of like a hockey stop. You have to learn to like sp- turn both of your legs. and That's how you stop. So I don't know what I'm going to do. But I know i got to go to Highland Hills before then. I have, to, I have to be on a slope at one point before I go to a real mountain, right?
1: Absolutely. Or sign up for lessons. Maybe. Do that.
2: If anyone has any ski advice, I'm all ears because all I do now is shred the gnar so hard. Don and Steve show at MyTalk1071.com. These Steve Patterson on Twitter. And Instagram. Nope. KSTP Steve on Twitter. It doesn't matter. Oh, Reach God. out to me. Call me. I don't care. Give me advice. Tell me what to do. What should I be preparing for? Great. Donna, the point is adventure. You know how I told you you need to travel internationally this yes. year? Yes. You need to do it. You need I to book a trip. To pool,
1: I might be going to Poland I might <laughs> be going to Poland. Oh, boy. That sounds
2: close to Putin. <gasps>
1: To Poland, I don't know. You're going to Poland. Just leave me alone. I'm asking. I don't know. Maybe I'll eat some paragies.
2: When we come back, <laughs> Maddie B from TV joins yes, us. He the- just did the news on television, and now he's gonna tell us three things that we should all know. That's next on my talk know you, but I feel like I know you, and I bet one of your resolutions is to save money. Why? Because you're a human being who deals with money, and we all want to save money. There's such a simple way to do it. Like, you want to start your year off with a big chunk of money saved? Why don't you take me up on this? Go to the thecanopygroup.com. This is free for you to do, by the way. Just go there. Start a process with them. Uh, they'll communicate with you. And by the way, you only have to change your insurance if you're like, hey, I am getting better coverage at a much better price. Now, Here's a little evidence. New customers save an average of over $800 when they switch. But what about me, Steve? Well, I had a MyTalker who reached out, and they said, Hey, I did it. I made the switch. My coverage is bananas. It's awesome. Better than I've had. And I saved over $1,200. Look, you're probably like one of the 81% of Minnesotans. You said it and forget it years ago. You're dealing with one agent represents one company. You get a grand total, one quote. That is not how you save money. Options is what you need, and you'll find those at thecanopygroup.com.
1: And we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, one zero seven one. everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. we got a special guest. Haven't seen him in a few weeks, actually. Yeah. Um, and you were supposed to tell Holly that there is a big intro for this, so th- oh, I blame crap. you. crap. Oh, we right. don't even we'll have the Matt it. intro? Woo! He's mad yeah, at me. It's
2: fine. It's fine. It's we, don't, we don't need it. Okay, please
0: stop.
1: Thank Number you. one. Okay.
0: Wow. Hi. Nice to see yeah, you. See to She's coming in oh, hot. Sorry. All
1: right. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Happy
2: New Year. Happy
1: New Year. How long do we get to say that? Um, I think
2: it ended. No, I hate to be the bear bad news, but I think it was the Larry David rule. You get to say it for a week.
1: But yeah. it's my first like okay. time here
0: since the That's new not year our was problem. Born. You
2: bailed on us last week. Wait, we weren't on the air. We I weren't know. on the air. Sorry, we I bailed know. on you. That's our fault. I know. Okay. Anyway, hi everyone.
1: Hi, Matt. What is, um, what's
2: your New Year's resolution? Before you get into your big three, help uh, the audience to get to no know Steve. Uh, what's a we New Year's resolution? What's your word, word of the year? My word of the year? Mine is intention. Hers is follow through. Holly's is fun. What's your word of the year? (laughs) Restraint. No, it is.
0: God, it's so funny. It is. Tell us more. I what don't does that want mean? to. Well, I had a segment prepared, but woo out yeah. the window that goes. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm restraint. Like I'll have a cookie and not like five cookies. Oh, that's, that's okay. Wise. I'm going to. I'm going to restrain myself just because it's on sale at the end cap at Target does not mean I have to buy it.
2: Two glasses, restraint. not three glasses, please. not the
0: whole bottle. Oh, yeah, it, whatever. Yeah, all of it. Like okay. I think that would be a good that's word. A good just word. like hey, like a little bit, but just hold the reins. Okay. That's you awesome. know? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway.
2: They say they? who is they, they say that the best kind of freedom is not the absence of restraints, it's the right ones in place. That's what leads to the most abundant life. Huh. Hmm. I'm so grateful to know you, Steve <laughs> Patterson. That's the most disingenuous thing he said this morning.
0: It's probably true. Number <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Number one, I thought, uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Real quick. The the first one's the most serious and it's important medical news, but I figured like parents might want to know this. It was it's just out. Um, There are new suggestions or guidelines when it comes to children and obesity and weight control. Okay, the American Mm. Academy of Pediatrics saying children struggling with obesity should be evaluated and treated early and aggressively. So what? Just pause for a minute. Think back to your childhood or what mm-hmm. you've heard in the past it you know and I, i'm thinking with my own nephews like uh like my nephew nicholas you know was a little pudgy kid and then my mom's like oh he'll grow out of it he hasn't hit his growth spurt yet now he's like skinny as a rail right yeah right right How, The the this is a a a really important adjustment in their approach to things Hmm. because no longer are they doing this wait-and-see approach that is not the official medical recommendation from this group anymore they are saying listen to this that children struggling with obesity um, could be treated with things like medication as young as twelve years old. Wow, mm. that's the recommendation and surgery <laughs> okay. for thirteen years old because the like group... gastric bypass kind of surgery. I, I don't, I don't necessarily know the type of surgery, but they're saying like that could be an age where the doctors can start to think about those things. Mm. And wow. and they and I mean, it's a seismic shift in the position that the group took in the past, and they're saying right. this we one in five kids is obese in America right now. Sure. And of course, we know that it leads to health complications later in life, type two diabetes and, and all kinds of things. And so they're saying that being proactive is now their official recommendation. So that's that's a change that affects a lot of a lot of folks. Yeah. A lot of I wonder
1: if when you say medication, if that means like appetite suppressants, yeah, and that and type of thing.
0: Just last month, um, they developed and unveiled a brand new weekly shot. That can be given oh. uh, to children as young as 12 years old. That suppresses appetite. So there are new treatment options coming on the market. You know, many doctors are saying, "Well, we're going to wait for some more research on that before we start like prescribing that to everybody." But, right. um, but this is this is a big change in the way hmm. uh, that this has been talked about and how it's going to be treated by
2: medical professionals. So I thought you should know. Okay. That's very interesting. Yeah, it's I wonder too if you yeah. spoke with someone who's uh, who is dealing with obesity now, who's an adult. Yeah. If I would be curious what they would think if they were also technically obese as a child, would they in hindsight say, look, I know it feels uncomfortable, but yes, because this could have been, you know, changed your life. Yes, exactly. Because it's really difficult. You know what else is really tough about it? The 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 fact that somebody did a documentary, I don't know if it was Katie Kirk, might have been Katie Kirk, who's talking about how the cheapest food at the grocery store.
0: It's the most unhealthy. Unhealthy, yes. Oh, it's Sausage huge. It's Loaded expensive to sugar. eat well. When yes. I, when oh I was gosh. broke as a reporter starting out in Sioux Falls, I yeah. lived on those like $1 Ramen frozen noodle. pizzas. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. And it has a bajillion... Calories and it no nutritional value virtually. And, it, and I mean you know, and I'm living on this because they're ten for ten dollars. Yes. Correct. So are yes. those
1: ramen noodles <laughs> yes. which are packed with sodium. All those the, little package things. All the you, just, things, all you right. do is put it in like hot water and you've got a meal. But yeah. if you have no no money, Ten for ten. Oh my gosh! That feeds gosh. you for the
0: week. Sounds right. great. Absolutely. So, li- been there, done that, yeah. lived yeah. it. And uh, so, anyway, this is uh, mean, interesting. A, it's a talker too. I think people will be talking about this today. Uh, yeah, so I think you're right. Now you know. How about we do num- number? Number
2: five. five. Gosh, Donna. We're counting to three.
0: New year, new you, huh? I Why never we
1: on three? Two. Oh, two. oh,
0: sorry. Did it feel that long? <laughs>
1: um,
0: hey, Royal News, Prince Harry, ju- new book tomorrow, Spare. Yep. Yes. You know, they say, Holly's
1: so, going to read it for us. An
0: heir and a spare, right? So they, uh, he was on GMA, Good Morning America, just uh, earlier this morning. And I did a little studying here. Um, and two, two moments of that interview I wanted to share with you really quick. One, this headline just caught my eye. Uh, Harry said in this interview that he thought when Princess Diana died, when his mom died, he thought she was just hiding
1: oh after my gosh her death. it's so sad he had no he, re- oh, he could not face so it he could
0: not process his, uh, this you know he's admitting this now and um, i thought that was a very very interesting revelation something mm. to hear brand new you know coming oh, out of this interview oh my
1: gosh so sad
0: the other moment here was of course this big this book is highly anticipated uh, and um, you know he was asked how do you think this is going to affect your relationship you know with your family which is already you know not great yeah. right uh, and I'll read what he said. He said, "I have thought about it long and hard, and as far as I see, the divide couldn't be greater." Before this book, I genuinely believe that uh, if me and my family can reconcile, can put our differences behind us, uh, that that could be. But first, he said, there needs to be conversation and accountability. And um, yeah, he's, hmm. he's so. Th- and we've learned. Uh, there was another part of the book. We learned it was last week or so about the physical altercation between William and Harry. So, oh boy, this this book tomorrow, Spare uh, from Prince Harry is going to be one that a lot
2: of people are going to read. I have a question for the room. Yes. Is there any chance that, and I think the answer is no, that Prince William or King Charles would ever, could it get to a point where they feel compelled to sit down with an even-handed journalist and answer questions since so much has been, so this is unprecedented. Never. Unprecedented the amount of dirty laundry. I don't believe so. I don't think they'd ever do that. I don't think they
1: would because they've, they've got to maintain the institution. Sure. And they're not going to share anything that makes the future king look, they're not going to admit to that. The Mm. future king punching his brother or knocking him to the ground or whatever. Yeah. That Mm. just, I
0: don't know. I don't know. That can, I
1: don't think so.
0: I don't think we can get into the royal family. You know, we, we will never know what they're thinking or what's really happening inside yeah. the firm or whatever they call it. Yeah. You know? right. But but, uh, but I think that they take such a broad, long view that even these things like the revelations coming to light in the book. They right. just think ah, it's a blip
2: in the right in yeah. the lengthy
0: history. It'll be an of episode the of the Crown, for, but yes.
2: you know the monarchy moves Will forward. Will go on yeah. and
0: uh, in perpetuity, and so I think
2: they believe.
0: So anyway, so there's number two. Number, number three. three, this is for you, Steve. Hit me. I, I don't know. I mean, this feels like up the trees, you know, yeah. alley and things. Something that you might like. <laughs> um, there was just a dog show at the Saint Paul River Center, so they're going to get dog they're going to get all the dog hair vacuumed up. <laughs> And they're going to open up the RV Super Show on Thursday, baby! Oh, this is a
2: great show to go to. Uh, have you been to this? I think, I, I feel like, I feel did like I cover this, this before? I think Probably. I, or maybe I went into one during like the Boat and Something show, but they had some RVs. I've done a full RV story before. I love this stuff. This is all RVs, yeah. plus like
0: camping and, you know, very interactive. Uh, it's at, again, St. Paul River Center if you want to go. Uh, it starts Thursday this week, continues through the 15th, premier mm. RV deal. From all across Minnesota, will be there showing off their latest and greatest. Um, lots of interactive ex- exhibits, and my favorite part about the whole thing is it is free
2: to go.
1: Like free? Oh, that's great, Donna.
2: Love look freedom. up how much a new RV is for me. Could you? I
1: can't? Ah, real quick, I'm having problems. I know we
2: have a minute or two. You having yeah. computer
1: problems? Shut up! Never. <laughs> really? Donna,
0: I, I went and saw um, the Whitney Houston movie in the oh. theater. Oh, I
1: saw it in the theater What'd too. You think? Did you go? Oh, I did. This is
0: interesting. So uh, I, it's long. You gotta know going in. It's two and a half hours. Just know that. I liked it. I thought it was pretty well done. I liked how it was uh, put together. I think that you could kind of tell when you're quarterbacking it, you know, Monday morning or whatever, that they minimized the drug and physical violence of it. It Mm -hmm. was there and it tells the story, but it's not Mm -hmm. excessive.
1: I feel you know? like they really wanted to focus on the music. Well, you yeah. said so this was
0: a, a family authorized
2: biography,
1: Correct. right? Like, or, or, or Executive biopic. Produced. Yeah. You could yes.
0: tell that it they had editorial control. As they I did, mean. they okay. did
1: touch on her relationship, oh, yeah. her you know gay Brown. relationship uh, yes. with Robin, um, which I was surprised by. Right out of the early in the movie, yes. you you
0: you you see this. It's like, oh wow, like a lot of like peop-
1: she had, you know, they had a really. Serious relationship going on that had to be put yeah. on the back burner, for lack of a better term, because for, of her for
0: outward appearances. Yeah, sake, she's yeah. a huge, huge, huge star. Yeah. I, I, I also just again, I think it was well done. I think the acting was was good. I, yeah. I liked the music playing center stage. I, I think that the a person who played Whitney Houston looks like the singer Brandy a little bit.
1: Oh, I can I, see that.
0: I could ju- in her face, and so I kept having like the Cinderella flashback because yeah, Brandy right. was sure. Cinderella and Whitney Houston was my uh, godmother, I think, in that, Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah. So, well. yeah. So, How about Tucci? But I kept seeing. Oh gosh, they so do an g- amazing job. I didn't he's even realize so it was him till like wow. half an hour in. Oh
1: yeah, he's so good. <laughs> His
0: makeup, they aged him up really well, yeah. and they really did a
2: nice job. Anyway, I think it's worth the watch if you're a fan conclusion. of the
1: music. Yeah, I would say this is a movie you'd want to see.
2: And because they, they let the songs play in their entirety, more or a less, lot of right? Them. They yeah. don't cut them off it's, after a verse.
1: It's all of the hits, and um, I and mean, then you
0: have to imagine that she's. Lip syncing, you know. Right, yes. and doing because an amazing you're hearing job. hearing the real Whitney Houston recordings. Yes. And she was, she was like really, so really good. on. I yeah. just thought the presentation was well done. There, okay. you know, some people will have criticisms. I'm sure, but who are they? Hey, have you uh, seen Avatar yet? No, but that's doing great at the box
2: office. Yeah. I know. Oh, uh, it's enjoyable. That that again, though, well, that's three hours. Yeah. Really good. Can't All wait right. to see it at the RV show, Steve. It's going to be great. One hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. If you're looking for what? a nice, okay. new, a nice new RV, it's one hundred thirty-five. Yeah, I
1: mean you could live in that thing. You
2: can get a fifth wheel for thirty-six, man. If that's more up your alley, but. So this is not like the RV that's in the Christmas Vacation
0: Lampoon's movie with Cousin Eddie comes in or whatever. That
2: would That's in a certain aisle at the that? RV show. Yes, I do. That there clocks an <laughs> RV.
0: Love you, Matt. <laughs> okay, bye. Thanks oh, wow. for stopping by. Don't so, forget, you can watch. Donna just kicks you out at one point. No, I was I looking at the she time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Goodbye, see okay, you tomorrow Matt. morning, 4.30 a.m., Channel Thank 5, you, 5 of Witnesses. All bye. Right,
1: goodbye. Uh, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Um, say goodbye to 411. It be done. Tell you about that when we come right back on My Talk 107.1. (laughs) What a tease. Thank you. All right. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. Happy Monday. It's Donna and Steve on our fifth anniversary at My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Wow. Five years went by fast. You think it went by fast, Steve? Yeah,
2: I actually do. Yeah. You know, because in the middle of that... We had the pandemic, which really, you know, two two years in, we had a pandemic. Yeah, so that yeah. threw everybody's timeline. Um, but yeah, and then did I think when I started radio, did I think when I started, you know, full-time radio with you, if you would have asked me what is going to outlast what, will you stay on TV longer or radio longer? I would have said TV.
1: I would have as well.
2: Because you seemed like you were sort of... You know, coasting, huttering out, whatever, <laughs> however you want to put it. Uh, no, but then, Rude. lo and behold, I, here I am. I I'm haven't on been top on of
1: my game right now.
2: Anyway, here I am. uh, You know, more than a year removed from working in television and, and loving radio. You know, the funny thing about radio has been, it has been the freer medium for me because we had on on Twin Cities Live host chat. There were more or less no rules, right? We could just... It was my favorite part of the show of Twin Cities Live, and we could just go, kind of go crazy. This whole show has He's the, all you. The, well, this whole show feels very host-chatty, not in terms of content, but in terms of the creative freedom of each thing. Like, we have a game plan, but if it goes somewhere else... In TV, there's a producer in your ear saying, rap, rap, or introduce the next guest, or whatever. But this is much more of a creative playground, just Hmm. where you can go with any given topic. You know, it's not like we're reading the news, right? Right.
1: You're not reading a teleprompter. These are your own words.
2: Yes. And if a new thought comes to your mind in twenty seconds, which it will we can go there and we can explore that. Some
1: of us prefer not to. Donna (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, not me. It's a different Donna. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say
0: Something, with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say
1: something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, oh. hey, hey. Hey, hey, mama said the way, way you move. Gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. See? There see? you go.
2: TV case in point I'd be spoken to afterward No Zach no. riffs <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> Okay so did you guys see the movie Stand by Me? No wow. what?
2: what? I know that's what? Wow. You Come on you guys heard
1: wow. How contrite
2: I was when I said that <sighs> Should I Should I watch it this week?
1: Yeah Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that and The Godfather <gasps>
2: No, no, hang on, hang on. Mm-hmm. Never of, seen it. You can't just drop He's never seen
1: The Shining. I know. You
2: can't just drop this kind sorry. of stuff on Holly. I'm
1: scandalized. Mm-hmm.
2: Stand by me. I will make a commitment, and I will watch it by the end of the week. Okay. End of, like, next Sunday included.
1: You know what? Maybe I'll watch it, too. I don't remember what happens. There's some dead body or something. It's a coming of age thing. I think it's
2: big and it really was big for the railroad industry, I think, right? Or am I thinking of Lost Boys? Doesn't matter. Definitely not not the vampires at the beach. Okay. Either way, shout out to train operators. Here's the thing (laughs) (laughs) I have.
1: By the way, you are on the crazy train right now. I have. Welcome.
2: Watch The Godfather.
1: Woo woo. Thank you.
2: I have not watched The Godfather part two. That's well, the better. And, and, and we all need to say this about The Godfather, and we need to be comfortable saying it. It's 2022, okay? It just wasn't that great. It wasn't nearly up to the hype. I hear part two is great, but Godfather one. Part two
1: is really good. It was, it was, okay. Part one sets you up for part two, mm-hmm. and it all comes together. Yes,
2: yeah, Ugh. Vinny, you got some
1: explaining to do. Not exactly. I'm gonna right. turn like, off the mic if you're the, gonna be that offensive, Steve. I have seen I'm *Scent of a, a Woman*. Though I do I like Pacino you, and
2: *Scent of a Woman*. Hoo-wah! is such a great. You Go know,
1: ahead, Steve, do the flamethrower.
2: It's been a long time since I've done can do I it. I always you gotta can rev in it. with a Hoo-wah! I Take a flamethrower to this place and see. That's that's how <laughs> practice. Al Pacino's monologue his courtroom speech toward the end of that movie
1: oh
2: is so good what do you say oh for
1: i'm writing something you to want an oscar for it it is
2: that that monologue holly is one of the more edge of your seat you don't want it to end monologues in all of movie history
1: this is scent of a woman scent of a woman yeah i don't like that title but he's blind oh he smells people i guess it's okay then
2: i pretend that you guys are blind and you can only smell me which is why i put on so much cologne Thank you. Can you smell it today?
1: Absolutely. Holly,
2: you haven't smelled my new cologne yet? I'm wearing it's it. It's
1: headachey. You won't like it.
2: It's Versace. It's designer
1: doesn't imposters. No, 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 this is
2: real. This is real. It's real this is real Versace. I got Listen, it from Walmart. I'm wearing,
1: I think, Mark Jacobs right now. Okay. I don't if even you love rub it. the
2: magazine I on your body. It.
1: I got some It doesn't perfume count. You can't Christmas. say
2: I'm wearing.
1: I am I'm wearing. Wear- it. You're wearing
2: home and garden.
1: Oh, uh, you. You're dare wearing it? good
2: housekeeping.
1: Look, I actually have a bottle. You're wearing garden weasel. It's oh, it's Michael Kors. <laughs> here, it's toss it in here. Let me smell it. It's it's not my favorite. It smelled better in the sample.
2: I hate it when people say it's not my favorite.
1: You know why? Why?
2: Only one thing is.
1: It's such that's a, true. You're like and my is wife romance. in more
2: and more ways. It's well, starting to bug me a little.
1: <laughs> wow! I can't wait to tell her you said that <laughs> because she'll
2: say, "How was your, How was your burger?" Not my favorite, and I just think if it's the little things. And she would, maybe you could argue that I'm being too literal here, but when you frame it like that, I think you sort of frame your experiences from a negative, you you view them through a negative lens. If you're looking, is it my favorite or not?
1: Okay, so you have to keep your expectations low, I think.
2: Or, that smells nice. You think so? You should spray more of it.
1: I'm smelling it hard. (laughs) Can I get on with my story? I don't
2: care.
1: Yeah, stand by me. Thank you. What's the deal with the movie? Okay, so Corey Feldman, his character in the movie, has a deformed ear, okay? And he, it's a prosthetic ear that he was wearing, obviously. And he auctioned it off several months ago, and the winning bidder was Jordan Peele. Oh. He was on Late Night with Seth Meyers on Friday, and he said, I very creepily bought it. He said, now in saying it out loud, I realize how creepy that is. It's not really something you should share. And he says, I have a new friendship with Corey Feldman, and I'm very proud of this. Hmm. Hmm. That's a flex. <laughs> Buying a movie prop like that? especially if you're Jordan Peele. I want to know how much he paid for it. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's made it. Because Corey Feldman obviously needs the money. Yeah. Oh, no. What? He, I'm just saying. It's true.
2: Remember the performance? He's got to pay those
1: angels in his band. I
2: see. <laughs> I'll tell the story. I've told it eight times before, but Horo hasn't heard it yet. Holly Roberts. Oh, boy.
1: Um, you're not giving up on that one, are you?
2: It feels fun to Ho-Ro? say. ho I know. The Ho is a tough one. I get it.
0: Uh, you you don't know. All right. Do you Keep, like Ho Ro?
2: Right.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds
1: like a talk show in 1994.
2: Okay, kind of like Harpo.
1: It sounds like you're calling someone named Rose or Rosalie a hoe, <laughs> like a, like a nickname in high school. Oh,
2: there's Ho Ro. <laughs> yep, under the bleachers. Uh... Correct. Um, Corey Feldman and Eric Roberts were on Twin Cities Live they at were the doing same a, time. At the same time, I oh do
1: like God. Eric oh Roberts God. before know, he became right? a mess.
2: <laughs> and uh, uh, Eric Roberts was that. Yeah, he was great. He was really chatty and all that. And then uh, we were about to come back from break, and Probably Eric Roberts was in his chair. We couldn't find Corey Feldman. He had just been there. We don't have that big of a studio. Producer, <laughs> no, looking,
1: please I, don't tell this story. I, I'm throwing a flag down.
2: It's the only one you get to use all week. You sure you want to burn it? You can
1: tell Holly off the air. Yeah, but where did you find Corey Feldman?
2: Well, that's the part of the story that Dawn is not letting me tell you.
1: Oh, come on. Go ahead. Ten seconds. The producer's
2: looking around, trying to find him. Finally, Corey Feldman pops (laughs) out of the bathroom. She said, Corey, I've been looking for you. He said, oh, I had to poop. And then she said everybody does and then walked him right to a seat and we're back hey everybody welcome back to twin cities live so happy to be joined by that's a human story that donna. wasn't
1: sad donna it's gross that's fine. ew but i'd be like did he wash his hands probably Don't. not well oh, you knew you went back into the bathroom to look if you left a street oh
2: god <laughs> i gotta go i gotta go by the way 411
1: right. is going away
2: Oh, yeah, this that just captivating <laughs> entertainment story. We'll dig into it all next hour on <laughs> My Talk.